Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the uh, this is the podcast potpourri episode. That's uh, only saying that because I have a lack of a better name. Uh, before we get into what's going on, let's go ahead and hit up the uh, housekeeping, of course. Uh, guys, I'm on all social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook fa- uh, fan page, and YouTube. Um, hit me up at any one of those spots, subscribe to any one of those spots. Uh, I try to be as active as I can. Um, uh, if you go to Apple podcast, uh, there is leave rate or review. All right. Uh, I don't care either way, uh, whatever you feel comfortable with, hit me up. But if you review it, hit me up on the DM, give me your name. Your address, I could be a fake name for all I care. Whatever, P.O. Box, I don't, whatever you feel comfortable with, give it to me. I'll send out a free sticker. Uh, these guys, you guys love, love this stuff. I, I'm going to keep doing this till I drop dead because this sticker stuff is, you guys enjoy it, so why stop? Okay, um, so guys, sorry that it seems like I've disappeared off the planet, but, uh, I, uh, I have COVID. <laughs> Go figure. I've been tested four times, and who knew fourth time was a charm on this bad boy? Uh, so, uh, yeah, it sucks. I'll be honest. This this is a pretty bad, pretty bad virus, but um, it dissipates greatly. Well, for me, anyways. I don't want to. I can only speak for me. Uh, this hit me pretty hard the first. 24 hours, 48 hours, and then after that, it's just been a gradual, um, uh, you know, gradual, uh, not even diffusing, sorry. Anyways, it's it's been lessening. The punch has been lessening every day that I have been going on with this. So I have not been able to podcast because I'll be honest, I just haven't had the, uh, the drive for it. I haven't really felt like doing it. Uh, No offense to you guys. Uh, but of course, when I decide I'm not going to do it, that's when everybody and their mother in Michigan does something, right? Good or bad. Or hell, even Ohio State gets their ass beat in the in the national title game. And I having COVID that day was one of the worst days for me. I couldn't even really enjoy it. Oh, that was a painful day. Uh, yeah, but what a great, what a great day. Uh, I'll be honest. What I've been noticing, and we'll get off football fairly quick with this, but there's a lot of things that I we need to talk about when it comes to football, and then we'll touch on basketball. But what I have noticed um, is that there are a lot of Michigan fans that are a little too happy to cheer for or support Ohio State, and they hide it under, oh, well, it's for the betterment of the Big Ten. I mean, I even heard one podcast host say he likes watching them play. Well, why don't you just stop covering Michigan and just start a fan? But You know, actually, because apparently this podcast host doesn't really care, uh, doesn't care about Michigan the same way he used to, and it's really just a job for him. 
So maybe he can keep the job as a Michigan podcaster. Maybe he can start a super fan podcast as well for the Ohio State Buckeyes because he does seem to perk quite up uh, quite a bit when you talk about Ohio State and how much fun it is to watch them play football. I think there's a lot of oh, a lot of Michigan fans out there looking to jump ship, and they're getting a little too close and a little too friendly with the enemy, if you know what I mean. Um, I, I just that's just what I've noticed. I oh the betterment of the Big Ten. Oh, we really oh f you. I could never in my life, in my life, I could never cheer for Ohio State. I could never cheer for Michigan State. Never. I Big Ten be damned. I do not care for. I. Do not care. Do will never wish them to do well. We'll never wish them to win. And anybody who says they're fun to watch, they're fun to watch. Oh my God! How? Ca- I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I. I don't know how we accept that as a fan base when we have podcasters who are supposed to. Well, maybe because it's his job. Okay, yeah, I guess you don't have to love your job. And uh, from some of the things I've heard recently, I don't think he really does love his job that or the team he covers. So, hey, maybe down deep he is just an Ohio State fan who just got stuck having to, you know, cover Michigan. Because, boy, he lights up when he, talks about, when he talks about Ohio State football. I like to watch them play. Get out of here. I don't even, I don't get that. But anyways, it was great to see them finally look like we do when we play them. So that was freaking awesome. I loved it. Even their overwhelming luck still couldn't help them out. That's how good Alabama is as a football team. You know, with the whole Mac Brown, or not Mac Brown, Mac Jones, my fault. Mac Jones getting the ball stripped, they recover it, then they go and they score that touchdown, I think it was, to even tie it up or make it whatever it was. That was so far, that was so long ago, my brain can barely even remember yesterday. Um, even with their luck, it didn't help them. It was, oh, so sweet. It was, it was like, it was like watching, to be quite honest. I enjoyed it just as much as watching Florida whip their butts years ago and then also watching Wes Miles led LSU team whip their ass as well. This is a, uh, it's always fun to watch Ohio State lose in the in the biggest game ever. It's awesome. And the thing is, people are like, oh, if you were to, I, I stated this in a tweet, and it took me as much energy as I could to do this. That's how much I hate Ohio State. It actually drove me to tweet, like, my hatred overwhelmed COVID for a couple hours, and I was able to just tweet <laughs> a few, not a lot, but a few, um, I don't know how anybody could have picked Ohio State to win that game. And I know you might not want to take me at my word because I do hate Ohio State. But just because they beat Clemson means nothing to me. Clemson is just the ACC version of Ohio State. That's it. They play no one all season long. The hardest team they played was Notre Dame, and Notre Dame was a joke this year. Absolute joke this year. And they proved it. They they're not they they did not deserve to be in the playoff. Notre Dame did not deserve to be in the playoff. Who 
Who in the world wants to see a Notre Dame team that couldn't beat Clemson when they actually were at full strength? I don't give Notre Dame credit for beating Clemson when they didn't have sunshine. Are you kidding me? Oh, so uh, if you beat the New England Patriots and when they didn't have Tom Brady, you're going to list that as one of the huge accomplishments in your life? No, you're just not going to. Clemson plays no one all year long. Same with Ohio State. The hardest team that Ohio State played all season was Indiana. No offense to Indiana, but Ole Miss, like the mid-level, mid-level, mid-tables, they say. Mid-table SEC team beat. And really, it beat, it was, well, it was kind of close, right? But they have no defense. Ole Miss has zero defense. And they still beat Indiana. So I, I don't know what we're supposed to beat our chest as the Big Ten, say we're a great conference football-wise, when the second-best team in the Big Ten was Indiana? They Because they had literally outplayed. Uh, they they should have beat Ohio State. Ohio State could barely hold off Indiana, right? I think... Uh, and then you're going to expect them to beat Alabama? How the hell was that going to happen? Last time I checked, Alabama had three, three, not three All-Americans, right? Not three All-Americans. Three Heisman candidates. Three final five. Out of the final five, they had three, three. Ohio State had zero. Oh, wait. Oh, I guess what? No, because I don't even think Justin Fields made the top five, did he? I'll be generous because I, I don't have it in front of me. I'll just say Justin Fields was in the top five. So Ohio State had one. And Alabama had three on offense. And you think you're going to slow down three Heisman finalists, right? Three. When you couldn't even handle Michael Penix Jr.? You couldn't slow down Michael Penix Jr., but somehow you they were going to not just slow down, but beat Alabama because they beat Clemson? Get out of here, man. Clemson's a joke, too. Did you see what LSU did to Clemson last year? Did you happen to see that? I don't know if you happen to see that, but that lets you know how on what the same level is here. Clemson and Ohio State are the same team. In the SEC, the upper crust SEC is the best, the best football teams we're going to see. It's just plain and simple. That's how that, that works. I don't know what else to tell you guys, but it that's how it goes. I think LSU won 45-25 last year. 44-25 against Clemson. And Bama beat Ohio State 52-24, or it's something like that. Give me a break. It's just, it's, blah. Saying that they beat, Cle- that they beat Clemson, who gives a shit? All right, let's move on from that. Now, um, oh, big news. And I mean, I think this could be, inter- I think it's interesting regardless of what at, what really goes on here. But Mike Hart, the other prodigal son, comes home. Uh, obviously has ended the feud with, uh, with Jim Harbaugh. I, I'm still not a Harbaugh believer. 
uh, he's he's harmed me too much now for me to believe in him. And I, I'll probably say this all the time until Harbaugh starts winning, and then I will be the biggest hypocrite in the world. And that's fine because that's my podcast, and I'm it's called Michigan Maniacs. I am for the greatness of Michigan football, Michigan basketball, Michigan sports. I don't care who does it. I will hate them if they don't do well for us. And then I will praise them when they do. Because it's all for the greatness of Michigan. That's all I care about. Um, Is that block M, right? But Mike Hart, coming back home, which I think is fantastic because it does a few things. One, I think you'll see, I think you'll notice he's going to be a much better recruiter than much Pete, than some people think. I think with the high level of talent we have in this running, in this running back room, he's going to be able to sift through it. He's going to find the true starter on that team. You're not going to have four or five guys constantly going in and out. So if one guy has a big play, you're not going to see him. You're going to see him get the bulk of the load, right? He understands he's been a running back. He gets the ebbs and flows. He knows that you need to get into rhythm. He knows all that. He's the one of the greatest Michigan running backs of all time. He knows. First, here's the one thing I love the most is that he hates Michigan State and Ohio State probably more than anybody on that team right now. Harbaugh, I I don't know what the hell happened to Harbaugh. But maybe Mike Hart getting on that sideline and in those locker rooms and in the coaching rooms, maybe that might awaken whatever Harbaugh has forgotten about his hate for Michigan State or his hate for Ohio State or whatever it is. Maybe... We will see a better Harbaugh because I don't know if they're best buddies because, let's face it, Mike Hart calling him out when he was at Stanford, I don't know if Harbaugh liked too much because I don't think Harbaugh likes anybody calling him out. He looks like kind of, he's a Michigan man in the most ridiculous way possible because he's arrogant, he's smart, he's super successful, he was uh, considered one of the best at his position. So yes, he's a classic Michigan man. But the one downfall of all that is, is that he's too arrogant for his own good. And I think this whole uh, uh, contract negotiation has been beautiful because it is lets him know where he really truly stands and that he needs to pull that pole right out of his butt and start acting like the hungry Harbaugh or at least, at least figure out how to just, just win again. Just do what you got to do to win again, dude. Anyways, I think that's going to be great to have, <coughs> to have Mike Hart there. Um, because he's going to renew the hate. He's going to let those players know that you eat, breathe, sleep, hating Ohio State and Michigan State. All right? He's not going to be like, but they are fun to watch. That'll never come out of Mike Hart's mouth. But they're fun to watch. Never. Little brother, he coined the term little brother. He's going to teach these kids the hate for these two schools, the importance of those weeks leading up to those games, how you just don't talk like a pro in interviews, but you actually eat, breathe, sleep, hate all this. You know, you hate on them. You you focus so hard. You work hard every day because you want to beat those teams. He's going to bring that to them. 
I love that. I also love the fact that Harbaugh, hopefully, and this is where I have to say I was wrong about something. And most of the time I think I'm right on everything I say, obviously. But I am willing to say that I'm wrong when I'm wrong. I do, I do, I will always do that. I am not that stubborn. I, I, you know, that's just who I am. But anyways, I was wrong on this. I said that Harbaugh needed to become a CEO. I thought that's the next step for him and that's what he needed to be. And I think I was wrong on that because I think Harbaugh is the type of person that he needs to be his emotional fire, his him being in it. He, he needs to actually coach. He is a coach, so he needs to coach, right? The CEO, you don't necessarily have to be a great coach. You know what I mean? You just have to know how to run an organization, a team, a business, whatever, right? I don't think that's what Harbaugh fancies himself. I think Harbaugh hated the fact that he needed, they got so much pressure that he needed to be that person. And I think he kind of lost himself in that. So what I think is great, and I hope, I really hope they do this, is they get another uh, co-offensive uh, coordinator with Josh Gaddis. Um, Thick Daddy Root himself, and he becomes the quarterback's coach. It's a position he knows amazingly well, very successful at, and I really do think when you saw him as a quarterback's coach, he was more involved at Michigan than he ever was after that point. I think that was 2015 and 2016 when he was closer. I wouldn't say he was a quarterback's coach at that point, obviously, but I think that he was. He helped Ruddock become a better quarterback over that season. That was Harbaugh's doing. And I think 2015, 2016 were the two, obviously, the two best seasons Harbaugh had. And I think he needs to be, to be mentally checked in, he needs to be a coach. He needs to have somebody he can focus on. Now, I feel bad for the quarterbacks because he's going to be annoying as AF. But I think that's just what he needs, who he needs to be. And I think we're going to see a different Harbaugh if he takes on that quarterback coach position along with the head coaching the head coaching duties um i've noticed that with this that there's a big move for youth i think that's a fantastic idea um i i you know yamo be there i can't wait to see what he has to bring old michael mcdonald himself uh I just I, I like the youth movement. I would like to see them continually get younger, uh, a little bit more talented. I, I don't know. I just I love the idea. I love to see uh, some ex Michigan players come back and coach if we can get them. And if they're good, if they're good coaches, I just don't want them just to be there, just to be there. But yeah, I'm very excited about that. I, I can't wait to see what Yamo is going to do. Because uh, tonight they just lost, so uh, we'll see what he brings. I'm I'm really looking forward to his his uh, secondary picks and his uh, defensive line pick. I can't wait to see what happens here. So let's get into basketball, and then we'll get rid of we'll be done with it because I'm starting to fade here. Um, all right, we watched Michigan destroy everybody up until today, right? Um, this is something we probably should have seen, and I think I even mentioned it in one of the basketball updates, was that Minnesota is a 20-point different team on the road 
two at home. And you can see it. All their all their losses have been on the road. All their losses have been blowout losses at, away from the barn. When they get home, they are, and it kind of works out to about a 20, 20 point different team. So they're, they usually average about 50 something, 50 to 60 points uh, away from the barn and blowout losses. And then when they're at the barn, they average about what they scored today, about 75 points. So Michigan should have known. I mean, I don't think it was lost on the coaches. Um, but this also, this game was just one of those games where these kids just didn't have it. They just didn't have it today. I mean, and I wouldn't even say it was Minnesota's defense so much that stopped them because they were still getting looks. They just, they're still getting decent shots. They just couldn't make them. I mean, I saw Mike Smith, Austin Davis, Franz Wagner, Brandon Johns, and I even think Brown, um... All miss layups. Layups. Give me's. Little give me's. They couldn't even get it in. And not just one each. Not just one each. Numerous times they were down there and they couldn't get layups. Livers. I, they couldn't do it. That's not defense. They're, that's not defense. If you're still getting the ball to the basket and you can't make it, that's just bad shooting. Bad shooting. And it didn't help that the two the two guys that they couldn't afford to go off went off. I mean, tight whistles. Very tight whistles, to be quite honest with you. Um, I didn't know that Minnesota Gophers basketball team had, or basketball, or even Minnesota University had one hell of an acting program. I think flopping, you can actually get a master's degree in flops. Uh, maybe they're going to find themselves, you know, in a in a student film later on this year because the flopping eye, the acting I saw going on was truly shocking, especially in the first 10 minutes of this game. It was unbelievable. Um, But I think, but what? We all expected it, right? We all expected that Michigan was going to lose a few, especially when they're away from home. Um, this This was a classic one. And I think this is a good way to lose, to be quite honest with you. I would like to see them. Everything fell apart today. They couldn't make field goals. They couldn't pass to save their lives. Uh, Hunter Dickinson finally had trouble with the double team, right? And when they were double teaming, they were double teaming in the way that you need to double team a big man. And that's with your arms up, right? Uh, This is all learnable stuff. This is just a mental fart breakdown of a game today. That's all. That's all this was. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, you knew Michigan had to score at least 80 to win. At least. You could have looked at, the, at Minnesota's history the, and, should, and go back and look. If Michigan was going to have a chance today, they were going to have to score in the high 80s. And what's the point? of they, They're not always going to do that. So, you know, they kind of lost. Turnovers, another, another, my God, the turnovers. I think at one point in the second half, and I can't even remember at what point I stopped counting, I think they had something like 12 turnovers. Um, and then Minnesota had seven steals at some point. Seven steals. They allowed Robbins, that that pimply-faced nerd, to get 22 points, I think it was. So it's even now, right? I mean, Dickinson schooled him up for 28 when he only scored five. Dickinson scored nine. 
and uh, Robbins, he put 22 on him. Okay. Marcus Carr, the way that kid, I think he's going to be really good if he really, if he starts to uh, realize he's a point guard and dish the ball instead of always look for bad shots. Um, I just, there's, I don't know, there's a lot of, let's see. Yeah, Minnesota, okay, I, I think I've covered all this, to be quite honest. I don't, it's it's a loss. What are you going to do? I think I said it even on another uh, Michigan basketball, Armaniac basketball update, that the winner of the Big Ten uh, outright is going to have at least five to seven losses. At least, okay? So they lose their first one. They They got more coming up, I'll tell you that. But I think this is a great one to lose. Because it it really kind of just, they pulled back the cover. Now they see all their problems, right? The, the turnovers hadn't been hurting them throughout this season yet. It finally caught up to them. Um, they, the Hunter Dickinson, uh, that gives Juwan something to work with him on how to beat the double team. Um, you know, better shooting down low. There's a lot of things this team will work on, but overall it was just a loss. We'll get over it. Uh, I can't even remember who we play next. I think it's uh, Purdue, I want to say. I could be wrong, but I think we'll beat Purdue. I think we'll get back on our winning ways. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you dropped 43, a 43-6 run on Wisconsin where nothing in the world was missing and you were hitting everything, you're bound to have a letdown game sooner or later. And you're hitting a, a team that is a, a high-level tournament team when they play at home. They average about 70 to 80 points every time they're in the barn. So you're going to lose this game. Well, I mean, I hope we hadn't. We weren't going to lose this game because I thought we could have, you know, done it. But when you don't shoot well, you have 12 turnovers, you have, your freshman looks like a freshman finally, Things happen. So let's move on. We'll get a better life and eh, we'll, we'll win a few more. We'll lose a few more. Hopefully, by the time we get to the end of it, we win it outright. And I think, like I said earlier in another up, uh, update, was I think we're a much better, I think we're a much, I think we're going to be a much better uh, tournament team. I, I just have this feeling. I just, I think that we're going to travel well. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what we do against big teams away from, like Michigan State. But I, I think neutral court, we beat Minnesota 9 out of 10 times. I just think you play Minnesota at home, you're going to have a hard time. A lot of good teams can't beat Minnesota at home. So, hey, it is what it is. But guys, whew, man, all right. This has been fun. This has been great. I've enjoyed it. Um, Now I'm going to go pass out again. But, uh, yeah, all right. It's great. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And hopefully Michigan can wait on some of the big coaching hires for when I get better. So this way I can be a little bit more animated, enjoy it a little bit more. Oh, yeah, before I leave, I've decided I'm going to just do reaction episodes now of the basketball team because I think it's much better Um I think I do much better on a reaction episodes. I just love the way I feel about even good or bad. I think they're the most entertaining. Um, yeah, it's just I, I'll throw in a Michigan update or uh, you know a Maniacs update every once in a while as well. 
But I might even do that too. We need to find content, right? This is just right now the ramblings of a sick man. So I'm telling you, there's going to be more reaction episodes, basketball, and the update. I'm going to keep it all. What are you going to... Hey, what's going on? I just might be high on the drugs that I'm taking right now. But uh, Theraflu. Woo! It gets a... Did you know you have to you have to show your ID now to buy Theraflu? That's just what this pandemic's doing to young kids. These young kids can't just smoke up, smoke enough weed. Man, when I was young, dude, all I needed was weed. And we didn't even have the good weed like they have now. I mean, I was thrilled just to have weed and a 40. These mother effers are fucking getting high off of Theraflu? How many Theraflus can you personally drink? I mean, it's disgusting. I mean, it's, I don't know, but man, Theraflu? Dude, get some weed, get some whatever. Dude, shrooms are in capsules now. Get some of that. What are you messing with an old man's medicine for? Ugh. All right. I... <laughs> All right. It is great. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. Even if you have COVID, it's still the best team to be in love with. And guess what? I love watching Michigan play. And I'll never love Ohio State doing anything. I don't care what the fuck it is. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.